Welcome to the Dance to Oneness podcast. My name is Amy Shine, and I'm inviting you to discover and explore the many different paths to more possibilities. Welcome everyone. This is episode 28 of the Dance to Oneness podcast. Um, my name is Amy Shine. I'm your host. And this week I have the beautiful, the amazing, the wonderful Lale Hancock with us today. And Lale is, she's first off, she's a business, uh, what would I say? M- m- business entrepreneur, creator, global trotter, creator of many businesses. Uh, she also is an access consciousness facilitator, and I know she's a joy business facilitator, um, conscious horse, conscious writer. I think she does all the all the access specialties. Um, conscious parents, conscious kids. What else do you do, Lale? Um, well, joy business being you, right voice right for voice. you. <laughs> Don't forget money, right? Riches, wealth creators. <laughs> yeah, I actually love, I love actually, I really wanted you to come on and talk about wealth, but you are coming on to talk about conscious vagina and maybe you could talk about what conscious vagina has got to do with making you money and adding to the wealth of your life. Mm-hmm. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited. I just love even the title, like the dance to oneness. And that's actually, you know, I would say that's what conscious vagina is. Um, You know, it was created. I don't even remember now when uh, a few years back, it got created in a right voice for you class in France where for three days we're in this master class and working with people with different ways to have their voice out in the world and it just seemed like the vagina just kept coming up you know like all this blockage and all these things that from a childhood you know someone had some trauma going on there or someone you know it just seemed to come up but we made fun of it you know we were just like oh my god this is the vagina class instead of the right voice for your class and i should talk to the founder of access consciousness gary douglas and say hey can i facilitate a class called the right vagina for you (laughs) i love it but you know what i love about that is like it's like giving your vagina its voice Mm -hmm. you know and like how much like we don't include our vaginas and we don't give our vagina its own voice. Yeah. And, you know, let me tell you a little bit, because I think sometimes people read these two words put together and they create their own imagination, which is good. Do it. Keep going. Um, But one of the reasons this was actually created was to stop the limitation of cutting off parts of your body in your life, you know, And so often we don't even realize why we do it, but it just seems to be the trend from the minute you're a little kid that there's expectation if you're a girl and there's expectation if you're a boy. And then at a certain age, then everything becomes inappropriate, you know, and it becomes taboo and it becomes all these things. And so conscious vagina is actually called conscious vagina and more because it includes discussions about penis. It includes us, including men 
and these programs and um, the workshops, because all of us, it's about not excluding, but including every part of you, the physical you, the energetic you in every aspect of your life. And what I love is, you know, different people take this class. And yet it's one of my very, I mean, you always get feedback, you know, access consciousness, the tools are so amazing. This is one class everybody messages me afterwards for the changes, you know, because they just notice how different their level of confidence becomes. And when they stopped this separation with their vagina, they're happier. They make more money because you said wealth earlier is not just about money. But yeah, the, the creation of their life and living their business, their relationships with others, like it just seems that now that this is a oneness with all parts of their body becomes the oneness of their lives. Yeah. So, so like, could you, so like, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to have like a conscious vagina? Like, what does yeah. that involve? Yeah. yeah. So your vagina is already conscious. You're the one who's not. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> And people ask me, does that mean the penis is conscious too? And I yeah. said, yes, because we, we're we the ones, we're the ones with the points of views. And actually, if you allow just for a moment, you know, um, like just close your eyes. And as you're sitting or if you're even laying on a bed or wherever you are, um, I guess if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But like just notice the way you're even sitting in your chair. And whether you're a man, woman in this body form right now, but just like for a moment, just be like, hi. And notice you engaging with your vagina, your penis, but also engage with your toes. Engage with the hair on your head and your ears, your nose, your lips, like truly engaging and saying hello to every single amazing part of your body. And when you're ready, open your eyes. It doesn't take much, but if we're willing to truly be this oneness with our bodies, no matter what your body looks like, no matter what, you know, your, your sex, you all say your, your sex is in this lifetime. Um, but when we do include that, that instant relaxation, it engages you not just with your physical body, but with every molecule in the universe, with the earth. And that's really what we're, we're being, you know, we're being our oneness. And it was like when you just did that exercise, uh, you know, and I just like dropped down into my body and like was like, oh, hi, vagina. <laughs> like you're there, you know, like and it was kind of yeah. like, hi. And it was like I was like, oh, wow. Like, what would you like to create today? Like, have I even consulted you today? You know, like and I realized like we spent so much time in our heads, you know, figuring out what we're going to do today, how we're going to make money, how we're going to pay for rent, like, and it's like, do we ever even consult our vagina, like, and include it, like, it has an intelligence too, 
Instead, we function so much from our head, which is really interesting because your vagina actually does connect to your brain. Mm -hmm. There's a connection between your vagina and your brain, but how much we don't actually use that or even include it and just go to the mind, the invented thoughts, feelings, emotions, the invented points of views and all that we create in our head to keep us busy and distracted. Which is, that's <laughs> actually one of the topics that we discuss a lot in Conscious Vagina because we have been programmed. You, you learn from a very young age to go away from your innate communication with your vagina and your body. I mean, think about a three-year-old. She's totally including her vagina in every conversation, you know? She's even flashing possibly everybody else with it, you know? Like, but there is this total communion. And that's what I said. It's like we're, we become programmed. We, we, we get into the norm of like, oh, at a certain age, it now becomes taboo and you shouldn't include it. But when you do, and not it, it's not a separation. And, you know, when I say include your vagina, it doesn't mean leave your toes out. It doesn't mean leave your ears out. You know, it's like truly this willingness to have all of you, your physical body, your energetic body included in what you're doing. And, you know, your body is the earth. So you are doing this restoration of communion with the earth when you are including and wouldn't the earth be a fun partner to include in hmm, what would it be like to have more money today what would it be like to have my business thriving growing and reaching more people like like why are we separating now's the time for us to explore what is truly being us and the oneness of us and connecting and engaging with every molecule and allowing everything and everyone to contribute. Yeah, and if you were actually fully embodied, truly embodied, you wouldn't have the worry, the fear, the anxiety, the mind masturbation, you know? Because as a child, you didn't have that. Like you spoke about the three-year-old, like you weren't worrying about when you were going to get fed or if there was going to be enough food for your for your dinner. You just, you were so fully embodied, you knew. You knew that everything was already taken care of. Yeah. And like you, from that conversation you're, you're just sharing, it's like you, we are energy. We are space. We are consciousness. And so when you are willing not to separate from any part of you, you actually allow the, the energies to feed you, you know? So you be energy and you receive even more energy. Most kids, you have to not force them to eat, but you have to force them to stop playing to come to eat. Mm. They don't require the food. And that's the other piece is like when you're young, your, your desire for food isn't to stop what you're doing. It's that nibble here and a nibble there, you know? Because you actually enjoy it. But somewhere along the way, our parents learned from their parents of, no, you know, if you do this, you have to do this. And therefore, it's this time you have to have dinner. This time you have to have lunch. This time you have to have breakfast. This time you have to have a snack. <laughs> you know? But the more connected you are actually with your, your full body, 
I've noticed my desire for food is not the same. My, my, even my desire for drinking, drinking water, anything else changes too. I love it. Mm. Notice the space and the peace as we're having this conversation. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Someone wrote, me and my conscious vagina are present and listening to you geniuses. <laughs> I love whoever that is. <laughs> I love it. Hi, Monique. And Sue. Oh, hi, Sue. It's so nice to have you here. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, it's interesting because um, when when Conscious Vagina was actually, you know, actualizing into a name and everything else, it was really interesting of looking at different aspects of like, you know, I'd say the decisions and the judgments made about our bodies. Like I became so aware of like what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And um, and it just came, you know, this is just the name that I wanted to have. And I had no point of view of what it was. It's just what it wanted to be. But the more I've gotten to facilitate this, and we have a lot of different kind of programs. It's not just a class or a workshop or a seminar. It actually has different things that it does going into schools and working with kids and their bodies and, you know, body image and some other things like that. Like the more I realized, oh, wow, like I never realized that, you know, this is something that people are scared and want to have nothing to do with. You know what I mean? Um, because when we start to have that oneness with us, all those judgments melt away. All the judgments around us start to melt away. And so what I've also found is how just wherever I'm standing, or not even standing, wherever I'm communicating with someone or whatever, how easily their points of views melt away too. So it's shown me how when we are present, we are including our bodies. Our bodies have no judgments us you know it's us with the mind how much our bodies engage with other bodies how much our bodies are also sharing possibilities with others and so this it's, it really has shown me a whole new world of how things are but really also what's possible so I wonder, like, just this moment as you guys are, you know, just listening here, what would your vagina like to share with you? And if you're a male watching, what would your penis like to share with you? And it may not be words, guys, too. What space is it showing you? Because really it's here can communicate it's here to contribute it's like um like there's so much more like what i'm getting is like from my vagina it's like there's so much more than what we've been told you know like like so like oh your vagina is you know part of your body it's part of your um anatomy you know it's helps you go to the bathroom and you know your yeah. your menstrual cycle and 
um, yeah. obviously, you know, the act of um, copulation and then also giving birth and having babies and all that like functional stuff that our vagina does. Um, but like how much of that is like this reality, like that's all that is for rather than like actually, like you said, your vagina has a consciousness of its own and it can talk to you and it can contribute to you and it can gift you so much if you're willing to go beyond what you're told this is for, you know? Like there's so much more that your vagina can actually gift to you if you include it beyond the functional things. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting because the future talks and, you know, and whispers to us in such different ways. And it usually does it via our body, the business or other ways. And one of the things that I found is like, like you just described is if you're not just thinking about right here, right now, like where is your vagina also gifting, contributing and creating with you already that you haven't even acknowledged yet? And start to play with that energy and that awareness and then what else is possible and how does it get even better because you're already communicating whether you know it or not there is this energetic interaction with you and your vagina or your penis and so you know like you said when you gotta go pee you you know and even even some women who have itching problems or they have yeast um, problems, bladder infections and things of that sort, that is your body and your vagina communicating mm -hmm. so much beyond what this reality would tell you, treat it with this medicine. And so whatever you have that also you think, oh, it's a problem with my vagina or I have so many women that talk to me about the problems with their vagina and then they'll talk about like, oh, yeah, I'm happy, you know, you know, I actually communicate it like I put a mirror there, start communicating, have a yeah. friendship, you know, um, but it really is like what if none of that is a problem? And if you engaged with it today and started asking, what do you require? Is there a certain energy your vagina required? Is there a certain um, amount of water it requires? Does it require cramping? Like it will guide you. Like um, I, coming to Mexico, like traveling to different countries, my body requires different things. And coming to Mexico, my body required a lot more cranberry juice. And it was so funny because I was like, okay, because I always ask questions at the grocery store, body, what would you like me to buy, whatever. And this was the vagina. This was totally the vagina talking to me. It had nothing to do with copulation. It had nothing to do with anything other than the cranberry juice provided some nutrient from my physical body that allowed me to actually um, handle some stuff I had going on last week with like low energy. I was just tapping in. I, I think I was just aware of the earthquake that was going to happen yesterday. But your body will communicate. And so if you start to listen, I wonder what else, what other awarenesses that you haven't considered yet. I love it. You know, I just realized like this is what makes access so different is that like the questions and it's so it's so simple. It's a question like I mean, you don't need to go to college and get a degree to ask a question. 
anyone can ask a question, but I realized because I've been reading, you know, I told you I was reading the book and um, it's called Vagina by Naomi Wolf. And I think I'm going to get the other one too. It's another one called Pussy Power, um, yeah. which they're all great books and they give you great information. But I realize like none of them still, none of them talk about asking questions, you know, like none of them, like a lot of it is information and stuff you might not know about the vagina because the vagina actually is very vastly under um, understudied. Like there's not a lot of information around the vagina and the medical community are incredibly lacking in what they know about the vagina too. So it was a really interesting book to read, but just what I, what I realized in reading it, it was very like matter of fact kind of book and missing these questions. Like when you add the questions that there's like a whole other universe available beyond like what we think is available. Well, you're in the future because we've already started the book for Conscious Good. Vagina. <laughs> yeah, it, it has um, a couple of different chapters in it already. It's, it's not ready to launch yet. Um, well, but I wonder what today, you never know after today, yeah. it may launch soon. <laughs> um, but it is, it's like, you know, one of the things I realized as well, even having twins that are girls, um, you know, the family that I grew up with, you know, we just didn't have these conversations um, uh, from the Middle anyone? East. Well, I don't know, but I, you know, I came from a family from the Middle East. My dad was very strict. Um, my mom, it's funny, she used to joke about it a lot and I wanted nothing to do with it because like, I don't know, I, I think I was perceiving a lot in her world of judgments and stuff like that. Um, but for my girls, ah, we had such a different relationship from the minute they were two, I told them everything, you know, and um, I would ask them questions, I would include them from the age of two in the decisions that we were making in life. And um, you know, they always knew they could talk to me and, you know, we had different conversations. And I realized many years ago at a Joy Business Certified Facilitator class, I was like, I'd like to create a program for girls and boys who can have this in a non-judgmental way, you know, have this information available to them about them and their bodies. And, you know, it wasn't until about two weeks ago that I realized I actually am going to put this in, I'm going to actualize this. I'm going to stop talking about it because the world is missing this us actually having the ability to have this conversation with no point of view that it's all about hating men or going to the extreme that it's all about copulation you know it's like yeah. it's, it's really interesting it's like vagina power if we're doing it against somebody else yeah. or or if we're doing it because it's all about a fuck you know it's like there's nothing in the middle of yeah what's it's like really this vagina yeah like i'd see a lot of like you know because a lot of the spiritual you know community do like masculine feminine energy which just creates more polarity like is there really such a thing as masculine and feminine energy or is there just energy because when you do masculine and feminine you're creating polarity you're creating more of the right and wrong and i have a lot of amazing friends who you know do a lot of spiritual metaphysical stuff but I can see like they, they put so much energy on, I must heal the masculine in me, I must heal the feminine. And a lot of the work they do with the vagina is about healing and forgiving the male, which forgiveness comes from a judgment, you know? And, and a lot of the pussy power stuff is coming from the wrongness that the, ma the man has done to the woman and we must, and then healing that. But like, 
how many lifetimes have you been a man? How many lifetimes have you been a woman? Is it relevant anymore? You're like, you know, we've all yeah. been and done it. So I would also love to see us, Lily, shift away from that man yeah. done to woman, woman done to man, male versus female energy and create something that's all inclusive. And I know mm-hmm. I went to an all girls um, Catholic school, secondary, like in like, which would be high school in America. And um, the only education we got was when we were like 16, we we're all put in a hall together and put on the big screen was um, a talk on STD, a video on STDs. And it was the most disgusting things they showed us, which was basically a scare tactic not to have sex. That was it. Yeah. That was our only education. Yeah. Um, and we definitely was not talked about in the home. I grew up, you know, in a Catholic country and you just don't talk about those things. So mm-hmm. I would love to see a different energy in the world. You know, it's interesting coming to Mexico. I came for many purposes, actually. Um, one was to facilitate different classes, one of them being conscious vagina. But the other was to meet with a friend who has a um, association shelters for girls who've been girls and boys who've been abused and for trafficking. And it really opened such a different world for me being there, you know, and um and I ended up facilitating my Leaders of Tomorrow program from their shelter. And the magic that they were, like, in this reality, they were the abused victims mm. and they're this. But they're really the leaders. They're the ones who broke the cycle. They're the ones who actually allowed for a new possibility and a new creation. And th- it was such a beautiful, um, you know, I was there to do um, show them some um, bars points and some tools with leaders of tomorrow. And it was so beautiful watching the energy and seeing the caring and kindness they had for their bodies. Like most would be separated from their body or, you know what I mean? Like the kindness and caring they got in the shelter. I've, I've never seen it. This would not happen in America, but like the girls would come and they would hug the teachers and, you know, the therapist and stuff like, like this loving and kindness and caring that I just, I've never seen in a shelter, you know, and it just showed me so much more from energy, but physical of like, there is no judgment that you cannot change, you know, no matter what, I mean, some of them are trauma. Yeah. Or trauma. There is no trauma that you can't change. I love that you said, like, you know, that, like, these are not victims. These are the people that actually are here to create change in the world, and they have a power available to them that if we don't look on these on certain groups as victims and actually empower them, they get to create a massive change in the world. Yeah. Actually, I started calling them all leaders because they are leaders. And um, I'm doing a program right now for the Afghanistan um, women and children who are escaping Afghanistan um, because of what's going on with the Taliban. Actually, Gary just approved it last night. I'm going to be doing um, some programs for them. And even for them, I refuse to call them refugees or victims because that's not what they are. Yeah. And I realize how much people are there to go help them, you know, like, let's give them the answer and yeah. let's do this. And for me, instead, I was like, I'd love to show them there's a different possibility um, with what 
they're experiencing right now. And one of them is this um, communion with their bodies that I'm going to be talking about. Because um, some of them have been raped. And other, I mean, there's just all sorts of different things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, one of your um, guests, I mean, I'm one of the people here wrote the message about feminism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would just invite you just the word just when you hear feminism, light, heavy, yeah. expanded, constricted, like go with what you know. Um, I'm a part of a couple of board of directors that are there to empower women, but I never do it from empowerment against men. Mm. Um, and that was one of the things I told the, the, the people who are part of the board. I was like, it, I'm not joining to be a raw, raw women against men. But if we're here to make sure women also have a voice, because that's what's missing. I mean, I was an executive a long time in technology and in healthcare and elsewhere. And I was the only single, I was the only woman, <laughs> you know, all the other executives were men. So yeah, some things are screwed up in our, in our world, but not from that. We need to empower women to have the willingness to be up there with them. You know, we have to empower them not to think they cannot be there and not from the other way of trying to fix a problem, you know? And so even with gender gaps, hey, women, we have to stand up. We actually have to be able to know, what do you know? What does your body know that you can actually create greater with um, instead of the fight? The fight doesn't work. Yeah, it's not against men. Mm -mm. But most, when they think feminism though, they have points of views yeah. of what that is. Mm -hmm. But what's yours? You know, so often you know what your mom thought about that or your neighbor thought about that. But deep down inside, what do you know? I love like I always like to, you know, go back to like how were you how were you like before the age of three, you know? Did you see like because I grew up with two brothers and one sister. And like, I just hung out with my brothers all the time. Like I followed them everywhere. Like my, my brother, Steven was a year and a half older than me. So to me, he was like the same as me. Like there was no age between us. Everyone used to call us twins because we were like the same size as well. So for me, there was, it wasn't like, I'm a female, he's a male, you know? And at that age, you know, your mother would give you bats together. And obviously like you have different body parts, but it wasn't even a thing in your world. You know, there wasn't like, oh, he's got like a different body part to me. Like you don't even like at age three, there is none separation in your world. There is no, I'm a female, you're a male. So I love to go back to that age and be like, okay, at that age, I didn't have a point of view about I was male or I was female, he was male and I couldn't do certain things and he could. And that's what was true. At a certain age, you start creating separations, you know, cause someone tells you, you can't do that cause you're a girl. Or he can do that because he's a man, he's a boy and you're not, you know? Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I look at this generation. I mean, my kids are now um, 25. So I'd say, you know, from their generation and younger, they don't separate. You know, I really think they're going to show us the world that they want to create looks nothing like our, you know, I know you're younger than me, so it's a little different with your generation as well. But I, I really wonder what the youth is creating and actualizing we haven't acknowledged and what's really possible now. 
because so much of this is old way of thinking and old way of creating and old way of actualizing. And the new way just is so much simpler and so much more inclusive. And the old way is falling apart. <laughs> Yay! Someone wrote, can they purchase Conscious Vagina? Is that a class that they can purchase? Yeah. Or? Conscious Vagina Foundation. The last one that I did is not available for a replay, but there is one on my website, globalwellnessforall.com slash conscious vagina. There are some classes that are approved there for purchase. And you know, the whole idea was we're gonna have facilitators for conscious vagina as well. Um, and um, just, you know, COVID slowed things down because there's a lot of like in-person that we were gonna do because there's body work as well involved in some of the classes. So, um, Anything that's purchased from there will be a pre uh, part of the prereqs if you guys also down the road want it to be a facilitator. Brilliant. Um, and do you have classes coming up? You know what? I have to play with that. Um, we had planned until September, uh, August. I don't know yet, August. Um, and then it's changing. Something's changing with Conscious Vagina. And so I know that it desires something in October. I just don't have a date yet. And uh, we'll go from there. But um, globalwellnessforall.com is where I have everything. So whether you're on social media with us on Instagram or Facebook, all the events are there or on the, on the website. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, Lily, thank you so much for joining me today. This was a very enlightening conversation and um, I'm sure it's the first of many. I'm excited to see what you create in the world with this and I really mm -hmm. hope you come back on another time too because I know there's lots of areas of expertise you have and um, maybe I'll have you on another week to talk about wealth creation. I love meeting Lele in class because she'd be like dripping in like gold and like Versace bags. I don't even know if that's a thing but Louis Vuitton bags and jewelry and she like wears it so well you also Aww. have beautiful gold as well and it looks so beautiful thank on you. your body so thank I'd you, love honey. love you to talk about wealth as well but thank you mm. so much for creating what you are in the world and um for bringing conscious vagina to the world in a different point mm. of view so mm. and thank you so much for this and thanks for everyone who's watching now and later and like what have we already changed please what can we be acknowledging about really what's available for us to choose now with our bodies and with the future yeah and the fact that we're even having these conversations it's pretty epic <laughs> truly truly thank you Thank you for listening to the Dance to Oneness podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to know more about what I have to offer, you can find me at www.amyshine.net.